This episode of Standard Orbit is brought to you by Audible.com, offering more than 180,000 titles for smartphone, tablet, and desktop. To get a free audiobook of your choice and help Trek FM at the same time, visit audibletrial.com slash trekfm. And also by Enterprise in Space, an international program for the nonprofit National Space Society. Find out how you can help science and education and become a virtual crew member aboard the NSS Enterprise Orbiter by visiting enterpriseinspace.org. Want to join the conversation and share your thoughts on this episode? Join the Babel Conference, our listeners group on Facebook. Just type B-A-B-E-L into the Facebook search field. We look forward to seeing you there. This is Walter Koenig, Chekhov from Star Trek, and you're listening to Trek FM. Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Standard Orbit. I'm Richard Marquez, and here are Amy's, Ken's, and my opinions from just viewing the 35th anniversary of the Wrath of Khan here in Denver. Enjoy! So the dying question is is that we're all wondering, did Amy Nelson like the 35th anniversary of the Wrath of Khan? What do you think, Amy? Yes, I enjoyed the movie. As I was saying, I know I've seen this movie at most three times. (laughs) And I felt like I was seeing it for the first time again. There are some really cool scenes and beautiful shots and we I watched Space Seed in preparation so I knew the backstory and I had Ken and Richard here explaining things to me so I felt like I was in the know and yeah I liked it awesome I mean I'm glad we actually saw this movie it's definitely a different experience with two uh, Trek FM um, podcasters fellow podcasters here with me and it's definitely a very exhilarating experience what'd you think Ken well it was a lot of fun seeing it with you too it was a lot of fun seeing it on the screen after 35 years so like I said this is the movie I've seen probably more times in my life than anything else but I haven't watched it in quite a while probably a couple years and so to um to see it here in the theater was a lot of fun. It brought back a lot of kind of childhood memories for me as well. And then uh, seeing it with you two was a great experience. So this whole weekend for me has been nice because um, outside of podcasting, I really don't get a lot of time to talk about Star Trek or anything. That's fun. Uh, But it was really nice being with good people, having a good time, watching a great film. And um, I appreciate the fact that you bought these tickets for us. Richard, thank you. And um, I will always remember this event and I thought it was really special. So yeah, hey, you know, this is the movie movie that saved Star Trek, right? And people, a lot, from 99% of the people that are TOS fans, this is their, their favorite movie, and it is an awesome film. And you know what? It aged pretty well, overall. The effects definitely stood up over time, and seeing it on the big screen, it really didn't lose anything. So that tells you to the quality of this film. And, um, yeah, it was a nice adventure. Awesome. Well, Amy, would you like to say any last words before we uh, close this uh, exclusive? No, we're not closing. I have a couple things to talk about the film. <laughs> So I liked, and okay, so with Discovery, because, you know, being on, hearing Discovery's coming out so soon, and that's 
on everyone's mind. So the whole big thing of Michael Burnham, oh, she's got a guy's name. They called Savick Mr. Savick the entire time. So what is the big deal? So what was revolutionary about this movie, Amy, was gender neutral everything. So Mr. is Mr. That's all. So from here on out in Star Trek movies and TNG, it's no miss know this, know that, everybody's mister. So that was the idea that they were trying to show. We have evolved. We don't care. Yeah, I like that. So why are fans getting their panties in a bunch? I don't know. That's my question. I don't know, but probably because I shouldn't be wearing panties. They're bunching up on me. (laughs) (laughs) And we all appreciate that, Ken. (laughs) Where are we going? I have another thing to say. Would you like to say more? Yes. Okay, hold on a second. Here she goes. Okay, so another thing I noticed was that when they were going out and they were like, well, it reminded me of 09 when, when Captain Pike was like, do you know how to drive this thing to, to John Cho? Mm-hmm. And said the same thing to Mr. Savick. And she's and they're like, well, do you know how to, have you ever left space dock? And she's like, no. <laughs> but that reminded me. So you see that on 09 and like the first officer's beginning thing, like encounter at Farpoint when uh, uh, Riker put us in. Yeah, so it seems to be like a here's your, you know, you know how to command the sport. Or, yeah. yeah, here's the test. Here's the test. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, there's, you know, I think when it's when you're not familiar with the original series and you come back to this and you see a lot of tropes and things that were pulled from it, but not because it's lazy writing or anything, it's continuity. It's kind of reflective and it shows consistency amongst all the different shows. So I think that's a great observation. And it was a really funny scene for its time at the day, that's for sure. Would you like a tranquilizer? You know. <laughs> so. Yeah, it was pretty clever. But it was, this was, yeah, that's, those are great points. I, I didn't even think about Encounter at Farpoint when they test Riker to see if he can connect the ship with simply just no technology, bring it up alongside and scoop it in and all that stuff. Yeah, that's pretty good. They actually did it again in Star Trek VI. Oh. In a sense. Yeah, she, well, actually Kirk takes it out at an unauthorized speed and they try to stop him and he's just like, follow my orders. So it's kind of fun. All right. So, yes, I enjoyed seeing Wrath of Khan with Richard and Ken and so glad to have this experience. It is a great movie and I can see why so many fans have tried to tell me and now I will agree that Wrath of Khan is a fabulous movie. There, I've said it. Awesome. Previously on Trek.fm, the 602 Club. I honestly was thrilled with the way that they set it up because, like you said, sort of like uh, Russian dolls, I guess, um, is a good way to explain it. You introduce one character in this existing show, and then it leads to that character's own show, which leads to the next one's own show. The Edge, a Star Trek Discovery podcast. There were a lot of comments talking about this roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. You know, yay, I'm so excited Trek's on. Oh, it's a prequel. You know, oh, mm-hmm. I saw the first trailer and I loved it. Oh, Brian Fuller's no longer working on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's we're getting all this diversity. Oh, look at the Klingons, right? And you could just see it seriously some fans have gone through some serious roller coaster rides. <laughs> 
to the journey. And so I can see the Herojin viewing themselves as very noble, very civilized. They don't、mm-hmm. let their prey suffer, but really they're doing these horrific things, just like we do here in the、yeah. real world when we have to go fight wars. Yeah, absolutely. I think they go home and they write an epic poem about it, and that makes it okay. <laughs> <laughs> the the Herojin equivalent of Beowulf.、Right? Warp five. Gary Graham had a, came over and said a couple of nice things, but the funny thing was he said. I've been on this show for four years. This is my first day on the bridge. You're over there firing the phasers. What is going on? And that's what else is happening on Trek.FM. So check out these shows and find out what we're talking about in your favorite corner of the Star Trek universe and beyond. You'll find us wherever you get your podcast. If you're an Apple user, get the show on iTunes or the Apple Podcasts app. Be sure to hit the subscribe button. That helps us greatly and makes it easier for other listeners to find the show. If you're not an Apple user, we've got you covered as well. You can find our shows on Stitcher, TuneIn, Speaker, SoundCloud, Windows Phone, and of course, you can stream and download the MP3 file from our website and grab the RSS link as well. If you'd like to get in touch with us here at Trek FM, you can always find us on trekfm/contact. And look in the sidebar on the show page, or you can go to speakpipe.com/trekfm and please leave us a voice message. You can also contact us through Twitter at trekfm or on Facebook at facebook.com/trekfm, and of course in the Babel Conference. Type Babel Conference—that's B-A-B-E-L into the search field on Facebook, or go to our website at trekfm and click discussion on the menu bar. Another way you can help us keep all of our shows coming to you each week is to become a patron on the network on Patreon. If you visit Patreon slash Trek FM, that's P A T R E O N dot com slash Trek FM, you'll find the current goals and different milestone contributions, along with all the great perks we have for you. These perks include early access to content, exclusive content, producer credits, seats on our content development team, and more. We really appreciate any support you can give us, and hope you'll join the team. Again, you'll find all the details on Patreon.com/slash/TrekFM. Speaking of Patreon, thank you as always to our great associate producers for Standard Orbit. We have Renee Roberts, Norman Lau. Aaron Harvey, Tim Robertson, Nick Anastasio, Richard Marquez, and Corey Elrod. Yes, thank you guys so much for your support for both Stand Orbit and Trek FM.、Uh, so, Ken, if people want to find you out there on the internet, where can they find you? Hi,、uh, you can find me hanging around the Babel Conference and engaging people when I when I have the opportunity. You can also find me on Twitter. My、uh, Twitter handle is at Boston SCPO, and we、uh, we like to tweet out all our new episode information as soon as we get it, as well as well as our colleagues. So, look for me there. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at MoronZach. That's M O O R E O N Z A C H, and I'm also the host of my own podcast, Always Hold On to Smallville, where we talk about each and every episode of that Young Superman series from the early 2000s. And you can find us on Twitter at Always Smallville with one S. So thanks everyone for listening, and join us again next time here on Trek FM for another episode of Standard Orbit.